Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. The finale of Euphoria is here, and of course, it didn't come with all the drama we weren't expecting. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Welcome to the Euphoria After Show. Oh my goodness, guys. Season finale. Man. Wow. I know we're even dancing because it was slow because yeah. we don't even feel it. It's just, it's so much that happened tonight. We have to talk about the high school dance. There was a robbery. A lot of life-changing decisions tonight. But first, I have to introduce my co-host. First of all, my name is Rivette Soro. And to my left, I have Kristen Horday, who is actually the number one Drake fan. And if you don't know, Drake is a producer of the show. Yes. Go, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> and to her left, Miss Ashley Morgan, who is here for all of the TV high school drama. Yep, if it's drama and it's TV, I'm watching it. (laughs) And Jeff Williams to her left, who is here really for Zendaya. I mean, like I say every episode, y'all know why I'm here. (laughs) I get my Zendaya, I talk about Zendaya, Zendaya, and then I leave. (laughs) (laughs) We just really have to remind them just in case they forget, you know. Yeah, Zendaya, (laughs) this is for you. (laughs) Yeah, so there's so much to get into, but first, I have to get your overall thoughts, of course. I mean... I, I was, think, go ahead, Christina. Because no. I don't even have my words yet. I don't have words, so you you take it away. No, at the end, I was like, "What is this rated again? Is this PG thirteen? All right, like, because wow, it was a lot today, and uh, my mind is rolling. And definitely a cliffhanger. So we're definitely ready for season two. Good job, you for your writers. That's all I got right now. <laughs> Um, I was stressed. As always, when I get stressed, I reach over for Rivette's hand and I squeeze it the entire time because <laughs> I, I just I just didn't know what was happening. It was a lot of high anxiety for me this episode. But overall, like, I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just reiterating what y'all were saying, there was so much going on, different storylines, different dramas, and there were multiple cliffhangers, which makes me so ready for next season and to just talk about what happened, but, like, see what's going on next. So. Yeah. It was crazy. For me, everything was so unexpected. Like, everything that I predicted last week did not happen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which I I like, because this show really keeps us on our toes. But it was just a lot to take in. And like we're all saying, we're still processing. We just watched it. It just finished. We're still thinking about it. Um, But So the show opens tonight with Rue's mom actually saying a speech at her. It looked like a... One of her her meetings mm-hmm. where the mothers were narcotics anonymous. Yeah, mm-hmm. <clears throat> where they were talking about you know how what what their child's addiction has cost them. Right. And I thought it was it was so sort of sweet. It really touched me what she was saying and how they were showing flashbacks. And then it really showed a different side to you know addiction or whatever things that the high school students are going through because it showed everybody's mom sort of helping them. It showed Cassie's mom. It showed Kat's mom. And they're just sort of sitting there watching their daughters, like, get ready for the dance and sort of... uh, She said a line. She said... um, 
mom, she said moms feel helpless to help their daughter. And it sort of, it made me so sad. And Rue was just sitting there listening. What did you guys sort of take away from that scene? I, I honestly thought, when I first heard it, I got on the defensive because I just assumed that's how Rue would take it. Mm-hmm. Because they said, tell us how this is affecting the family. I'm like, all right, well, you're already going to come at her. So, like, I'm already on the defensive. But the way she said it and how she went about everything, the whole from from birth to where she is now, it was like a story because it shows a story. But, like, it also encompassed the beautiful things about her and, and not just the hard times, but they are hard times. And it's not just her fault. It's our fault, and we're all dealing with it and how it affects us. So it was, it was a great way of explaining it. Yeah. At first I was like, was is this good to tell your addicts? Because right, right when she went up there, she said, um, you guys wanted me to tell you about what her addiction cost the family. I'm like, wow, that was kind of rude, you know? <laughs> um, but uh, at the end, you figure it out, and it's actually really cute. So I think that's kind of what showed Rue how much she means to her family because ever since her father passed I think she felt this like disconnection from her mother at least Gia's always there for her but she felt this disconnection from her mother and I think she maybe she never realized how hard it was on her mom so finally hearing that part maybe softened her a little bit because mm-hmm. I think if she has this hate towards her mom it would have made the ending for her so easy to just to just get on that train but there was something holding her back and that was right. the love of her family and i think that's what set up the scene was her seeing the love of her family mm-hmm. and sure. i i really saw a lot of similarities um with rue and her mom leslie especially when leslie said in the moments that are good i think they're going to last forever and mm. rue says that all the time like she mm. said it in the first episode they repeated it tonight and then her mother said it so it sort of it felt like a parallel there. Like mm-hmm. she's more like her mom than she originally thought. Right. Mm-hmm. That's cute. Yeah, and I think in in some ways they all feel like that. Like the good Ooh. moments they just you're you're like euphoric. Yeah. Euphoria. Sure. euphoria. They're feeling yeah. something. Exactly. Yeah. Do you think it's <laughs> like a way to say that they're both dealing with the same or, dealing with it the same way so maybe they can connect because Rue might think she's alone in how she feels and also the parent might think she's alone in how she feels but if they're both saying and maybe they're the director or the producer saying maybe you guys can realize or you can talk to the people because then you'll find similarities or something right. I don't know just like how you said I never I didn't think about that until just now about why there's similarities and that's the only reason I could think of why she would say the same line yeah mm-hmm. Definitely. I, I mean, it stuck out to me, but nothing lasts forever, mm-hmm. <laughs> including this show. But we still love you regardless, and we will be here for season two. So, Jeff, <laughs> please tell them how much we appreciate them and love them. Yeah, like you said, we love you guys, and we talk. Mm-hmm. We love talking to you guys. You literally Always. make us the ESPN of TV talk. I love getting in the comments. I know we all do. We talk to them. We discuss what's going on. We learn stuff that we didn't even see. So I just love that. And if you guys are watching on YouTube, please subscribe. Please give us that like if you're watching on itunes please give it that five stars because i need five of them <laughs> and you know just leave us a comment and tell us what you think and just being part of after buzz and being part of this panel specifically i feel like i've learned so much right. working with you ladies and then just learning from the fans and the people that watch the show because we're all fans of the show and that's mm-hmm. why we're here so it's just a great time and i just appreciate you guys yes appreciate yes, you do, do. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> we do. We do. We do. Jinx. Jinx. We get so excited to get on it and talk <laughs> yeah. on live chat with you all. We do. We love you guys, and we love getting into all these crazy topics. So, of course, the big moment of the night, the dance. Mm-hmm. Whew. 
a lot, a lot. I mean, a lot more exciting than my high school dances. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's. Okay, first we get to the dance. Who Nate has a date. Right. Not Maddie. Random. Right. Maddie pulls up with her girlfriends. Right. And then they're all sitting at the table. I like seeing all the girls at the dance together, sort of sitting cute. around the table. It was like, you know, girl time. I was surprised that Nate and Maddie weren't together. I yeah. mean, did they... Like, I don't know. No, like, when, yeah, they confuse us. They probably confuse everybody at the beginning because, like, <laughs> um, you guys were just together last episode. What's going on? Euphoria always has you thinking. <laughs> they just want you thinking. Is That's why you have to watch the episode, like, two, three times. Like, why weren't they at the dance? It took literally, like, maybe ten minutes into the show to finally see, oh, they, like, Nate went psychotic again, so. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I was, like, watching. I was like, oh, that girl looks cute. And then I was like... Hmm. Wait, why is she with Nate? <laughs> I was like, wait, why is why are Nate's parents telling Nate they really like her? Where is Maddie? And then yeah. Maddie's like getting out of the house, like going into the car with Cassie, and I'm like, what is happening here? At first, I wasn't confused because I just assumed it was a girl that they were okay with. I thought they wouldn't be okay with Maddie being there again mm-hmm. after all the all the problems. So I thought the parents were like, no, we want you. It's like more or less, we just want you to date or take her out. Right. It's more for like looks. But then when you see they go to the dance. Then it, it kind of clicked for me. It was like, no, he actually wanted to take her as like a way to make, um, make Maddie mad. mad. Yeah. And it worked. It yeah, worked. That's, that's what got my wheels turning. I'm like, oh, just, they may want to do it for looks, but they were already kissing in the school. So mm-hmm. they're already out and open and kissing again. So now my my wheels were going, just going. And he's Great. walking in with her dress up. Like, Disgusting. what? And his hand on her butt. Yeah. I'm like... Today's dances not have a dress code because right. my school did. Mine too. <laughs> not really, I did. But also, know. I feel like I'm like Nate, and like I love when um, what Kat, was Cat that said that what? that they're probably going to get married together and yeah. like yeah. divorce three times. times for some strange <laughs> reason and, and still live happily. Yeah. I'm like that is so true. They literally like get pissed at each other. They hate each other, and then they live to make each other mad. Toxic, mm-hmm. by the way. Do not so toxic. Look, do not. That's not a yeah. goal, by the way. Do not look up to them for <laughs> inspiration. No. Not relationship that goals. That is not healthy, y'all. That is not healthy. <laughs> so, of course, they take us to the dance separate, but then we get a lot of flashbacks this episode. Mm-hmm. We see a flashback of Maddie and Nate in Nate's room, mm-hmm. trying to get it on. Trying is Nate the um, can't get it up. operative work. <laughs> Why couldn't he get it up? Why? Because he has a lot going on, guys. I guess. I mean, I went straight to, um, maybe he's not attracted to women anymore. I don't know. Also, like, they're having sex. I mean, I get it. But they're having, like, sex and, like, his dad is home. And, like, at oh, his yeah, house. But, yeah, we didn't even know that he was. I didn't I know, know they were at the like, house yet. I thought they were still at like, the hotel. Oh my gosh. I was like trying to cover my face. I was like, oh my god, dad's home. I was like, I was, I was like, oh my god, Nate, no, 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 Nate, no, no, I thought they, I thought they were at the hotel or motel. It looks like it, as yeah. Well. So like, I, I wasn't. When I when it was happening, I wasn't like, "Where are they?" or anything. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, he's just not getting up, so that's that's on him." <laughs> like, I didn't I didn't think much to it, but like, if anything, what he said made sense. There was a lot of stuff going on, like people talking to him. He's in high school, so he's worried about all the pressure and what everybody's talking yeah. to him. Coming so from that, a man's point of view, we don't know. That makes sense. Look, there, <laughs> but at the end of the day, there could be so many different reasons yeah. why that happens. Yeah. But the pressure, it could be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like they've been together for so long. It's just, I I truly think you're right. I don't think mm. he's attracted to Maddie we'll anymore. See. But I like, don't either. It doesn't just, like, and he acts out stop. In aggression. And I'm like, oh, I'm attracted to you. <laughs> Never mind. Pivot. I'm attracted to you. Never mind. I feel like Maddie is a spear. 
And, like, he uses it as a cover because he's trying to figure out what he's doing. And then when he gets frustrated or someone calls him out, he gets mad and he acts out in violence. <clears throat> like, when someone's right about something, that's when you act out. Yo, that tantrum got me wild. Like, that was... That kind of a lot. Like I was thinking, as a parent, what would I have done? What would I have done? He's hitting his head. Freaking call the blue. I'm I'm scared at this point. He's hitting his head on the ground. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, Kyle looks scared. That's why he left. He just left the situation. Not the best move at all. (laughs) But I mean, you could tell that was his way of dealing with how scared he was because, like, Mm -hmm. if you know, I mean, you. He kind of said it throughout the season. Throughout the season, he was kind of upset of how he made his kids do like how mm-hmm. angry he made his kids because he's like I know there's this anger in them and I'm scared of that and I feel like I did that to him so mm-hmm. I think that was him like getting back like look this is what I did I kind of made this guy go crazy I can mm-hmm. I kind of made my son go crazy so that was kind of an interesting dynamic because he didn't do the right thing but like he also had to realize he brought this onto himself yeah. yeah I really wanted to know the the timing of everything because we have the flashback with Nate and Maddie where she left and she had a talk with Cal tried to talk mm-hmm. to her basically tell her stay away from my son mm-hmm. and she stole his tape and then we have the flashback of the football game where he didn't do as well as his dad wanted him to and then he had that whole meltdown with hitting his head I kind of I wanted to know the timing of everything but of course Euphoria is not going to give us that they're gonna yeah. keep us right. wondering. <laughs> Something um, else that I I really liked was that Maddie was so understanding. She was like, Nate, I don't care if you like dudes. You know, she's like, mm-hmm. there's a, it's a spectrum. Like it's okay. Yeah. And she's literally trying to be there for him, and he just he loses it, which is really interesting because you think she'd be like upset about it, and she's like, no, like I'm here. Like talk to me. Like I don't care. And he like that's so. And then someone you love. I mean, it's not healthy but she loves him and then you see someone you love hurting you're like what can I do to help you and I feel like she's there to help him and he's just like so wrapped up in like coming to terms with it and finding out that but it makes him angry instead of like you know what what is happening to me like what am I doing what do I want he just gets angry and like goes against it mm-hmm. I feel like I'm um, just like what Nate said, I don't trust you. I think they're both of the same person. So when she was saying that, I wasn't really taking it genuine. It wasn't genuine to me. I honestly. thought it was genuine. When you Did you think it was genuine when Maddie said, if you're gay, it's fine. Just tell me. I honestly don't think it was genuine because they're both the same person. They're both sneaks. Go mm-hmm. behind people's back. You know, blah, blah, blah. In that moment, I thought it was genuine because the way she presented it, like, you know, you can talk to me. Like, just tell me. Like, is there's a spe- like like you said, there's a spectrum. So like, she kind of went too far. Like, now my- everybody's one hundred percent gay. I mean, like, if she was doing it for malice <laughs> reasons or whatever, like a, a different reason, it kind of would have been more short and kind of quick questions. But the way she like tried to explain, like, it's okay. Like, there's a spectrum. Da da da. It kind of seemed genuine, like trying to make it okay for him. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day. He wants to be in control. He wants to control the narrative. And being vulnerable in that situation is not controlling the narrative. And he was not about it. Mm -hmm. I think she thought she was genuine in that moment. Like, she believed herself. But ultimately, I don't think she really feels that way. Mm -hmm. It's okay if you you like guys because... I, I ultimately don't think she thinks that. But in that moment, it's sort of like when you're apologizing to someone or, like, your significant other, you're like, oh, my God, I'll do anything. Like, right, right, please right. forgive me. Not that she was apologizing, but it sort of felt like that that sort of desperation. Like, just love me. Like, open up to me. Like, right. it's okay. Yeah. And then, of course, I mean, any girl, if you're trying to have sex with your man and he can't get it up, that she that's a hit to her ego. Yeah. So. A one- Oh, I was just gonna say. I think the football game might be before his, um, before him not getting up with with Maddie, and then before the discussion with the dad as well, because 
you see him struggling with it mentally, and he tries to figure out this is all on him. If you think, like, he keeps throwing the ball to the wide receivers and they're not catching it, he's like, okay, well, it's all about me. Even when the wide receivers aren't catching it, he's not getting mad at them. He's getting mad at himself. So yeah. he's always worried about himself, and it's like so narcissistic to an extent and then he goes over has the problems with um maddie like i'm just so frustrated i'm just this and then like when his dad talks about he like looks he brings up the football game then he brings up maddie as well so i think that's how the the timeline went in that situation it kind of you see him like only focus on himself only focus on himself and then you see how to how far in an extent He's damaged by just like banging yeah. on, banging his head on the ground and everything. That that makes sense. Yeah. Too. Um. Someone in the live chat, give me shelter. Said, I think Nate's ideas about sex and sexuality is confused since watching his dad's sometimes illegal underage, but socially conservative secret life. The family is dysfunctional. Yeah, um, so he exactly did call him said. the f word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, it oh, came and out. people think that like, Nate's dad's messing with him. They think uh, Maddie wants to accept him. Maddie needs him and her lifestyle. So I believe she was serious. Mm-hmm. So a lot of, in the live chat, a lot of people have mixed reviews. So it's really mm-hmm. interesting to see people. Talk. If you see me looking down, I'm looking at the live chat. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of people have different reviews about about Nate and and his. Um, Outbursts. I wonder mm-hmm. if he blames his dad for his actions. I think, like, he does. I think Nate blames his dad for Nate's actions because because Maddie called him that. Mm-hmm. And then he called his dad that. It looks mm-hmm. like, oh no, this is it's not me. It's because of you. Like that. Refle- kind of. um, was it reflecting? Is that the word? Reflecting? Yeah, reflecting the. the it's um, reflecting. It's not the right word. Like that. I, know. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're here. Yeah, we're on the same page here. <laughs> yep. And the Matt, Maddie eventually saw a tape mm-hmm. of Cal's. Mm-hmm. She all we got was a shocked face, and then it, it went to the next scene. Yeah. So Did she was she downloading it into a jump drive. I think she was like copying it or downloading it or something I saw because it, it, came, I saw it, came, drive. it came out of something, and then she put it back. Um, she put it back in the case, but then her computer was right there. So you can it was a see. disc. That's for you're probably you're you're sounding super young right now. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, no, you know the disc. She put you the put disc in the CD yeah. and closed it. Talking by about a DVD player. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, but not a DVD <laughs> player. But like you put the disc like in the computer and you just watch it. Yeah, but she yeah. had a laptop in front of her, so that's what I'm thinking. Either it really could be super new age and not have a DVD player in the computer, or it could just be she slides the disc into the computer and yeah. watches it that way. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Uh, well, I, I, saw, was a different thing. <laughs> I saw. I saw a jump drive in her computer. So I was oh, thinking she downloaded drive? it I and I mean, she has a copy for herself. For I think it's MVP. definitely something we will discuss in season two. Yes. We better find out yeah. what happens. But we go back to the dance, and of course, they are making each other jealous. But then eventually, he calls her the C word and asks her to dance, and she follows. She obliges. She does. <laughs> and they're talking about how we're not meant for each other, and he's just saying, I know, I know, mm-hmm. I know. Finally. Are they, are they together? Are they broken up? I think she was trying to convince herself. She was telling him all the things that that were right. Like, I'm not supposed to be with you. We're damaged, which is what Kyle said and everything. Like, this is all, these are all the bad things. And he's like, I know, which is a way of saying, uh-huh, just get it out. And then I don't really care. I'm not going to agree with you. But she might have just been saying it to herself. And I was just pissed that she even got up. Because right. she's like, oh, you can just dis- disrespect me. I'm going to disrespect you. And then, okay, let's do this. I'm like, nah. Yeah. I lost it at the C word. Right. Yeah, I, mean, I lost it when he choked her out again. Like, no, yeah, yeah. that should have been it. Maddie, yeah. come on, girl. Uh, meanwhile, they they're gonna stay dysfunctional, but yeah, they are. A happy couple is Keithan. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> 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 Still, still, it's still hashtag Keithan. Like, 
we out here. We were all emotional. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I literally was like, girl, I'm just, I'm so happy that Kat lived. The, this is the first moment I feel like she actually lived in her truth. Yeah, but she actually felt was starting to feel confident about who she is, and she went to Ethan and she told him how she felt, and she told. Which I also don't know why he never told her. Like that girl, I wasn't flirting with that girl. He didn't she, know. He didn't know. She no. She when she, she said I, oh, when right you were now, flirting with that yeah. girl. I don't oh, know why. He I just wanted to kiss her like right after. They but yeah, why is he just like I wasn't flirting with her? She was asking to cover my sister's shift, and then and that's when the, like the little kiss yeah. could happen. But I mean, I'm not a writer. But um, <laughs> I'm just I'm just so happy because like mm-hmm. he is actually. There, there's a lot of men on the show that are just not good people, and like Ethan Even. is such mm-hmm. a good, genuine person. Go Ethan. Go Ethan. When he Go. said one of us might get hurt, but I'm Stop. going to do my, my best to make sure that it's, it's me. me. Oh my, God. my guy Ethan is smooth, so it's fine. That was no. the smoothest line ever. Men need to pick that up everywhere. Like my heart melted. You act like I didn't write that down for future use. My guy, I appreciate that. But he's no. serious. That's what he actually mean. Like when he said, "I liked you since I sat down next to you," I was like, "Ah, that." I See, was like, wow. We liked you too, Ethan. Since <laughs> you sat down next to Kat. I love that whole scene, but my favorite part, because I always struggle with Kat, and I feel like she's finding false confidence in everything. I found her her confidence by being vulnerable. Like, she, she's like, look, I thought this was happening, and I wanted to hurt you as much as you hurt me, and da-da-da. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was being real vulnerable, and you could tell because she was talking fast, and she wanted to, like, I understand if you don't like me anymore, da 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 and, like, trying to beat herself down before someone else can do it. Yeah. And he's like, stop. I'm gonna take that hurt from you. I want to take the pain. I want to be the guy that takes the pain from you. Mm-hmm. And it was per- like it was one of those situations where there was you don't need to say a lot of words. Mm-hmm. Just say the right words, exactly. and then and it means it. way more than that. Yeah. And it was a per it was, it was a perfect situation. It had a little beautiful. bit of comedy at the end with so the girls. Yeah. So that was that was kind of it was dope. beautiful. It was such a nice moment. Chris Keep Robinson it. said that Ethan is uh, dropping lines like Eminem and A. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Big facts though. <laughs> And her friends are supportive. Lexi was cheering her on. Meanwhile, Lexi is like sort of discovering herself. (laughs) Yeah, like I'm gonna feel like Lexi's always. I I love her. She's so like um, I don't want to say naive, but she's just so innocent. Innocent, Mm -hmm. yes. And she's so like um, what's the word? I'm losing my words today. She just wants to learn so much. She's like learning. She's like a sponge. Yeah. She's like, well, how do I know when I want to do this with someone? Well, no one's ever talked to me, so I don't. I just love how she's so like. Mm Maybe innocent is the word. Well, but yeah. she like a sophomore because she's younger than Cassie. So what? She's like a year under her. Like we don't really know her name. Probably. I mean her. Um, her grade. Yeah, we yeah. Know. yeah, she's younger than them, so she is like a sponge around them. Like, but she was best friends with Rue. Yeah, so I never yeah. really understand the age mm. gap because I thought they were just the same age because she was best friends with Rue. Yeah. But also they're not. But like Nate's a senior. I feel yeah. like because that's because how that's how they said team. it in the football game. This might be his last oh, yeah. football game. Oh yeah, we need to do like a pyramid. I know. <laughs> but, like, I know. How old is this person? Right. This? Mm-hmm. But I, I did sophomore. love to see the mom. It was quick, but the mom said you look beautiful, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I do." Because like we yeah. never see her. The mom talk about Lexi. It's always about mm-hmm. uh, Cassie, Cassie. Mm-hmm. and like I just love that that scene. It was like okay, there's like some more family interactions and stuff. Just like mm-hmm. when Lexi and Cassie were were talking in the bed or like when they're both at their beds the last episode I love seeing those moments Mm -hmm. because it's it's building up Lexi and making her more confident yeah she's Mm -hmm. cute me too and she and Cassie was really supportive too like she's just like telling it how it is and then yeah Mm -hmm. they had their little I love you moment and it was so nice meanwhile Mm -hmm. Cassie is saying this is the first time I haven't been in love with somebody did they break up? Did 
Yep. Chris McKay and Cassie break up. I mean, last episode. We all had this question. I was like, did we miss yeah, an episode? Do we need to rewind something? McKay, where, Hashtag, where were you, homeboy? Where is Chris? Where were you, homie? <laughs> I didn't even realize. I kind of like forgot that she said that because I wrote down. I was like, why is McKay not at the abortion? Mm-hmm. I was like, I was just, I was frustrated. I was like, dog, you got to be there. But even if they broke up, he still needs to be there. Yeah. In my opinion. But yeah, I was wondering. Or ask like, her if she's okay, or like check in with her. We yeah, that was bad. That was bad. The last scene in that episode. Yeah, the last scene we saw them together. She told him mm-hmm. about the abortion or about the pregnancy. He freaked out, but then they, she was, you know, they came yeah. together at the end. They mm-hmm. had like an understanding, and they were hugging, and that was the last we saw of them. Yeah, yeah it was it was weird to see. So like, where there was so much that happened, and we need to see as viewers. Yeah, everybody got we didn't even get, but them. We didn't even get context of what no. happened. So like, that is a whole like just not the character just not there. So that was kind mm-hmm. of frustrating to see as a viewer because he's so instrumental in that storyline, mm-hmm. especially with her going to abortion for his baby. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. whole episode, he wasn't even like mentioned either. It's like, mm-hmm. what happened? Yeah, I and even during the abortion, she just I mean. I don't imagine anybody's, like, ecstatic going through any sort of procedure, but she just looked like she was second-guessing. I mean, they even asked her, are you having second thoughts? And she said, no, I didn't believe her. I think she really wanted to keep that baby. I think if McKay was on board, she would have been more on board. But, like, she also doesn't want to feel like she's being a nuisance um, in someone's life, you know? Yeah. Well, I thought, in her mind, it's like, let me get the abortion so that he still loves me and he still wants to be with me. So the fact that they're not together right now was very interesting. Mm. He better be back for season two. Because we have some questions for you, McKay. (laughs) Where you at, McKay? (laughs) McKay. (laughs) Uh, Finally, we get to rules. Mm. Mm. I used to be a shipper. I'm just saying. I'm like hashtag used to be. No, I'm like the ship's halfway in the water. No, it went down. They sunk. I'm Mm. so over it. No, they should not be together. And I hope Rue gets a new boo next season. She Mm -hmm. also like sneaks away to go text Anna in the bathroom. Exactly. Just like Mm -hmm. you. What's one thing about Rue is that you can always be open with her. Like Jules has shared so much with her. I'm like she can be open with Rue. The fact that she's, like, sneaking... I understand she probably doesn't want her feelings, but, like, the fact that she's sneaking in the bathroom for a long time, mm-hmm. like, a long time, the fact that everybody has to get up, and then just, like... I don't know, but I feel like Jules is also just, like, finally feeling confident and comfortable in her own skin, and I feel like she just, she just wants to be free. That's, that's how yeah. I feel Jules is. She wants to be free. She loves people. She's in love with people. She's loving herself, and she's like, I want to be free, and, like, I'm going to go wherever the wind takes me. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like she's like, I feel suffocated here. I don't. I think Rue took that personal, but I, th- I don't think it has anything to do with Rue. I just think Jules wants to spread her wings and fly with the wind and land wherever it may land. I mean, she can fly, but she better fly without Rue because yeah. that's cool and fine, but don't play with my girl's emotions. And that's what she's been doing this whole time. Like, we see her, like, talk about, oh, I think I like her, to her dad, to Jules's dad, and then she goes out and kisses another girl and not only that, she tells Rue about it. And like, oh, it was such amazing. You would love her. She's this, that. She's that, this, mm-hmm. and the third. And I'm like, hold up. Weren't y'all, like, somewhat talking, somewhat dating, kissing? And then she's like, why don't you kiss me? Like, kiss me, kiss me. 
Mm-hmm. Why are you teasing me? Because you're talking about a different girl. So it's like, it was a yeah. lot, and I just didn't like... A lot of taunting. I didn't yeah. like... I mean, she could be free and everything, but don't play with Rue's emotions. emotions. And that's what I felt like she was doing. She was that. careless with it, and I yeah, didn't like it. I agree with careless. that. careless. I was Especially, like, open relationship much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially knowing how deeply Rue cares for you. You need to be more sensitive when you're talking about another girl, or when you're saying things like, I want you to kiss me without asking. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's very insensitive, <clears> and... It's just hers seeing her get on that train. It didn't matter if Rue was with her or if somebody else was with her or if she was alone. Rue planted the seed for her to like spread her wings, and she did. And mm-hmm. it, it wouldn't have mattered if Rue came or not. And I'm so happy Rue didn't go. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's one of those things in those movies where someone's like, "I'm going to the airport," and mm-hmm. then they go and they get in line and the like to get on the airplane, and then someone's like runs. They're like, "Wait, wait!" <laughs> and like in this instant, like. Instead of Jules saying, I'll stay with you, I choose you, she takes off. Yeah. Ash, I mean, she should. She's young. I'm sorry. <laughs> she, <laughs> she should she's live not her own to life. Yeah. She should, but it's just she was so insensitive about it. She mm-hmm. Maybe she didn't understand the depths that the feelings that Rue had, maybe. Yeah. I'm like, but how would she not understand that? I'm like, you, you were laying next to her and telling her you're sorry. Is this my fault? You know, when Rue asks you, are you in love with me? And you say yes, but you're also... Which you can be in love with... They're young. They can be in love with whoever they want. Mm -hmm. But you know, like, her love runs deep. Yeah. And, like, again, it's not Jules' fault to always have to, like, bear things because of Rue's past. But also, like, if you know someone's sensitive, and, like, they said that a lot. Like, even Rue's mom said she's sensitive. Mm -hmm. Like, you... Yeah, got it. Like to an, ex- to an extent, I'm I blame like in the middle. I blame Jules because with every friendship, you know, you're choosing to be friends with that so you, that mm-hmm. person. So you're choosing to deal with that person's pain because you want that in your life. So if you know that you're hanging out with her, your best friend cannot drink, you're better off not drinking. And yeah. it's unfortunate that you have to do that, but like you chose that life, you chose that friendship. Mm-hmm. And if that means if that's real. Then he wouldn't do it. Then she wouldn't do it. Yeah. So even when Jules was visiting Rue in the hospital for her kidney infection, she said, "Did this happen because I left?" And of course, Rue's going to say no. But Jules, in the back of her <clears throat> mind, knows damn well, yes, that pretty much happened because you left, and she was depressed. So in that case, I think Jules should have sort of eased out of that friendship slowly mm-hmm. and not sort of Just lead her on properly. in that way. Do you think she's in love with me? Who? I Jules. mean, she was hallucinating no. about Nate when she was know. kissing it's Anna like a last weird week. Jeez. She's in love with Tyler. Yeah. But she knows Tyler mm. doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, yeah but like she's the, in love with the, the idea, idea of, of, the idea of Nate. I think she's yeah. or Tyler. I don't know. I, I think she's Tyler not Jules has some. We- I don't know. There's some Tyler. Nate and Jules. There's some weird Knowles action happening Nulls. there. She's about to go to Anna next season. She's starting off with Anna. I'm telling you now. Okay, my sorry, that's my Rue prediction. Rue's gonna fight Anna. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Even at the dance, I mean, Jules and Rue were having a great time and dancing, and Rue literally cares so deeply about this girl. She sees Nate go outside and follows him, and mm-hmm. basically tells him, "Stay away from Fez. Stay away from Jules. The two people she cares about the, the most. most." And Nate sort of predicted what's going to happen. He said, "He said Jules is going to." forget you in the next 10 years and she's going to go off and be successful. I'm surprised Nate didn't bring up the whole Tyler thing because he's like, you don't know everything about Jules. I'm surprised he didn't say anything. Yeah, I was... I guess that would blow his cover too, but... Yeah, I think his his reasoning was just, I'm going to go with all your insecurities and abuse him. He know, I mean, he knows that she relies on Jules 
and that she has some insecurities about family or whatever, just in general. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of fed all those, said his piece, and then walked off. And you see her just like sitting there, kind of taking it all. She wanted, she thought she could handle it, but she couldn't handle the truth, mm-hmm. unfortunately, or her insecurities. Yeah, uh, it's just a lot. And then he, she brought up his dad too, which I was mm-hmm. so shocked about because. She's not supposed to know. And I'm surprised that oh, yeah. that didn't push Nate like over the edge to do something Yeah, I crazy. thought it was. <laughs> Calculating. Well, I mean, she, she did say, you can't hurt me. Well, she didn't say it, but like, you can't hurt me more than I already hurt myself. Yeah, she Jules have said Jules said that, but she said it in a different way. Like, look, I already do this to myself, that kind of stuff. So <laughs> so that's why he went with more the words and like the mind tricks rather than the physical abuse. Because I wouldn't really do anything with Rue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's trying to protect Fez as well. Meanwhile, Fez is doing a robbery. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who he was robbing. Look, that guy looks familiar, though. He was the plug. Mouse, I think that's Mouse Plug. It is, oh. but I've seen that man before. Mm, I don't know. So that man was doing business with Mouse? Yeah, because yes. that's what And then he saw the them through the window. Yeah, yes. he probably will be, like, he probably did, like, an abortion or something. So <laughs> He's a doctor, I think they said. When we, we see that um, there's, like, blood on the money, that's what, like, is our cliffhanger with that? Do you think that's like a mark, or was that the guy, the guy's blood? That was the guy's blood. I think that was a mark. I think so too because he looked at the dude. I don't they know stopped the on they stopped on the blood. If it was just blood, it wouldn't really matter because they're drug dealers and they just want money. So like they would, he would question it, but like he wouldn't really care that much. I think it was a mark. Also, we never heard a gunshot, so there wouldn't there wouldn't necessarily be splattered blood on a dollar. Mm-hmm. Plus, oh, he Fez, like, Fez like, are we good? And they just looked at him, and then that was and he the cliffhanger. Was he stood up with it's the gun too, I never so it's like. About a mark before. I'm yeah. thinking, why would you? Why would you worry about some blood if you're already dealing drugs and right. looking just looking for the I think money? It was a mark. So did did Fez rob the the other guy that we don't know in order to get the money that he basically lost? Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's basically Mouse's money. So he robbed Mouse's yeah. money of, and then gave it back to, to Mouse. Him. Right. Mm-hmm. So we think that Mouse knows what he did? I think we think that's think a mark. So. Which is why his, the dude looked at it and then looked up at Fez. Because he knows where that money came from. Especially if he mm-hmm. just gave him that money and they count their money. Yep. And then he gets that same money back. Ugh. It was a lot. This was a, a crazy season finale, but I have to know what was everybody's favorite moment from the entire season one. Oh. And it's just, I know, we have to talk about it. Yeah. I'll go first. <clears throat> My favorite moment was Keepin's last moment together. Mm. Like, literally, I'm crying. I'm going to post it on Instagram. Like, men, get it together. These are the lines that you should be saying. I'm a very, you know, words person. You say the right words. I'm like, ooh, wait, you know, so. <laughs> ah, this is my favorite moment. I love it. Um, There's so many moments, y'all. <laughs> I think my favorite moment is, um, you know what? Come back to me because I'm still. <laughs> I got this. When Fe- or when Rue goes to Fez trying to get drugs and Fez says no, mm-hmm. that that scene Fez doesn't say a word. Rue's all, all on the other side just banging, saying everything under the sun, trying to piss him off, trying to make him mad, trying to trying to get him dr- uh, give him to make him get drugs for her and everything. And he just says no. I'm doing this because I love you. And Rue, shut up. At real, the end of the day, real. and I thought it was like that's the realest friend for you. That's the, like that's mm-hmm. a real friend when you don't even want a real friend. You just need something. He's being that real friend for you. So I love that scene. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think I'm gonna choose when 
Fez challenges Nate um, when they're at the drive-thru um, and Nate's picking up like the, <laughs> the swishers and stuff <laughs> because I feel like no one in Nate's life challenges him. I think everyone kind of bows before him and it's one person who's actually not afraid of him. Before before this episode when Ruth said something to him but like I just love how protective Fez is of his family and the people he cares about most. Mm-hmm. I was going to say Keithan too because that that moment <laughs> in this episode <laughs> will stick with me forever. <laughs> um, but I'll, I'll choose another one too. I guess when um, when Chris and Cassie said "I love you" for the first time, I just feel like that was such a sweet and authentic moment from both sides, and I do believe they both really truly loved each other in that moment. I don't know about right now, but I really like that moment as well. Um, so yeah. yeah, please comment below. Tell us your top or, moment from really quickly. Season. What did you think yeah. about that musical at the end? Though I was like, that was a lot. <sighs> I mean, I was like, that's a lot. Visually, it was cool and it made sense for the show, but I felt like there could have been a better way to express what was going on. It was basically just her and her mind of doing drugs again. It was interesting. It was like, it was just a different turn than what we've had throughout the rest of the season. So I was like, I feel like they went on on a limb at the last second. I feel like they could have did it somewhere else. I just didn't need to do it. Yeah. For a second, I thought like she died because she's uh, hugging her mom and sister, and they're going about their day as if she's a ghost, like she's not there. I mean, that, that could be a cliffhanger. She did fall off the the group of people, so like she could have OD'd and maybe died. So we'll see. Yes, we'll no see. way. I really no, hope. I mean, I hope not. not. I hope I'm um, wrong, just like I was about Fez, because I said Fez was dying this episode. He's still alive at the moment. Well, they could make it, like, in 13 Reasons Why, if you've watched it, Hannah, the main character, kills herself, but she is still in the show in flashbacks. Right. I mean, I hope that doesn't happen. But My predictions are usually right, so just go <laughs> with go <laughs> That's true. Very true. Uh, speaking of other shows, uh, we're going to do another segment called Top 3. So this season finale had a lot of breakups depressing breakups so what are your favorite breakup TV moments mm. from the past from like old shows mine's not that old because it's still going on it's a current mm-hmm. breakup okay. so I got Archie and Veronica from Riverdale because they are literally the definition of Bonnie and Clyde <laughs> they're from, from um, Archie going to jail and Veronica finding ways to break them out to Archie having to fight Veronica's dad and her finding ways to cheat for him. Like, they are Bonnie and Clyde, and they deserve for to be in game. So that is my uh, relationship breakup that I, that hurt me the most. Yeah. My relationship breakup that hurt me the most was Ezria. Ezria, jeez. Ezria, actually, yeah. Ezria. Ezra and Aria. I'm from Pretty Little Liars. I remember the scene when it's just raining, and they're, like, hugging. And I remember I'm just sitting in my room sobbing. So this time we think... Ezra is A. I don't know if you watch Play Little Liars, but it's a lot of tension happening, and then they're breaking up, and they love each other, and you can see the love, and I'm just, like, sobbing. So, like, that was tough for me. You know, it was very tough for me if you guys watched <laughs> Jane the Virgin. Um, that was very recent. Well, not recent. Not a recent breakup. But uh, Jane and Michael. You know, if you watch the show, it's Raphael and Michael going back and forth trying to win her love, and he shows Michael, and then they broke up. But I feel like Raphael was a bad boy, and then Michael was a good guy, and I'm always for the good guy in these shows. So, woo, that was devastating. You never want to see the good guy lose, and he did in this instance. So that was an unfortunate breakup for me. I am still mourning Michael and Jane. Yes. So, yes. 
We're back. I have, I have, yeah, I have to do an honorable mention. Uh, Corey and Topanga from yeah. Winnie's mm-hmm. World. Uh, That's all time. All time. That was our whole childhood. Mm-hmm. So that was, Definitely. It was a lot for me. It was too much. I don't cry much, but I may and cry. Moving on. Ashley. Um, this is sounds like a lot us? of... Yes. Ooh. <laughs> I never have tea, but like, I feel um, like okay, I need it. So... <laughs> Speaking of all of this, I waited to the last episode to talk about this. I know everyone wanted to know this theory that Rue is dead. Um, so Entertainment Weekly shared some thoughts on why they think Rue is dead, and I'm kind of agreeing with them. Oh, my God. Um, I'm going to go through them a little quickly, but number one, Rue is doing the voiceover for all the characters at different stages of their lives, and she has, like, intimate knowledge about their lives. Like, how would she know that information? Mm. Number two, she said that she's an unreliable narrator. Um, she mentioned, I think it was the first episode, she's like, there's a couple of versions of what happened last night. It depends on who you ask. And to be honest, I'm not always the most reliable narrator. So she admits that she's not reliable. Mm -hmm. And then when she relays events, it always happens like in the past, as if it's already happened. Um, Number three is the rule of three. In episode three, um, three people mentioned to Rue about dying. Uh, First was Jules. She said, I'm not kidding, Rue. I'm not trying to be best friends with someone who's going to effing kill themselves. Then later that night when she meets Ali, he says, let me know when you want to stop trying to kill yourself and eat some pancakes. And then lastly, Fesco, when he refused to give Rue the drugs, she said, I'm not going to help you kill yourself, Rue. Mm. Three times. And if you think back when everybody said all this stuff about Cassie being pregnant, what happened? Cassie got Mm -hmm. pregnant. Um, So since this was the season finale, everyone's been like commenting on the cast and commenting on their Instagrams, thanking the fans, thanking their cast, their crew for this amazing show. Um, Zendaya reached out, Maude reached out, Hunter reached out, and I just want to close this with a final thought that Hunter said. Um, She said, Euphoria is about love and about being seen and heard and known. It's not about how you keep your heart, it's about how you keep your heart open, and there are people who can change your life. It doesn't cure everything, but it sure as F helps. So I just want to thank you, Jules, for introducing us to an LGBTQ mm-hmm. character, person, who you are, that we've never seen before. Because this show, it, I thought Degrassi went there, Drake, but um, Euphoria, it goes there, it's went there, and it's always there. So thank mm-hmm. you for this amazing show, and we cannot wait to see season two. We honestly can't wait. And I think we have just enough time for some quick predictions. Jeff, do you want to go first? Wow, there's so much. But I honestly want to go against my last prediction. I I feel that Fez is somehow going to get out of this situation, but I think he might have to kill Mouse. Mm -hmm. I I think they find out that Fez lied. I think we find out what McKay (coughs) says to Cassie. I think Nate's getting off, and I feel like uh, Maddie is planning a comeback against Nate. He got one more time to put his hands on her. I'm just going to say one prediction. Rue did not die. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with you. I don't think Rue is dead. I don't think Nate and Maddie are done. I don't think Chris and Cassie are done either. But we will find out next next season. season. Bye, Euphoria. Bye, Euphoria. You can find me at Revet Sorrel on all social media platforms. You can find me at the Chris Exclusive on Instagram. And you can find me at Ashley Morgan on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. And at Jeff Will Jr. underscore Jr. at all social media platforms. Appreciate it. We'll see you in season two. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> 
views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.